Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute, girl. Get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. Hey sisters, I am here today with Ashley Carroll. She is the podcast host of So She Grows, and I'm so excited for you to hear from her. She talks thing, all things mindset, marriage, motherhood, and we're going to talk um, and just have a candid conversation about some things that we may be struggling with post-COVID and quarantine. You know, I'm big about discussing how we use alcohol as a crutch and a go-to, and so we're going to have a little fun. Nice to have you here, Ashley. Yeah, thank you so much, Michelle. I'm super excited to uh, speak to your women and your listeners and um, just provide some of my perspective. Like you said, I host the Social Girls podcast, um, been hosting it for a while, top charting ranking podcast, and my passion is just really helping women and moms um, get rid of the excuses and transform her mindset, her marriage, and her motherhood because we all come with uh, traumas, you know, from microscopic teeny little experiences to huge, um, you know, cases of luggage and baggage that we're carrying, um, whether it be, you know, substance abuse, alcohol, uh, you know, childhood traumas and things of that nature. But, um, and really what I found through my own journey is that you're like, you are wherever you go. And so you can change, you know, your environment, you can change the way that you feel on the outside. You can eat better on the inside, but it's really like how you change your mindset that is always going to carry with you and be the thing that, um, really impacts, uh, your well-being. And so I feel super passionately about that. And so I'm really excited to uh, get into this conversation with you because it is, man, it is tough times right now for mamas. Mm -hmm. Like, um, we carry all the things normally, you know, in normal life. (laughs) Um, and so now, I mean, I think we're taking on so many roles that, and so many burdens that we aren't meant to carry that it's debilitating to a lot of mamas and a lot of women and families. And therefore, you know, your kids are feeling it, your marriages are feeling it. It's just trickling down. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I just, I feel for, I feel for everybody. I'm in it. We're all in the mess together. And I just hope that somehow today I can help take the stress load off of some of these women who are listening in some sort of way. So that's my goal. (laughs) Awesome. Absolutely. And, um, I would say the first point is just the fact that I love that we, we are wherever we go. I know that mindset is such a huge piece of my personal story and how that shifted everything for me because it came to a place where I learned that, I am in control of my thoughts because, 
um, and they directly affect my feelings, which turns into actions and how I show up. And I found myself, you know, forcefully trying to be someone I wasn't in certain situations. And so that was huge. And then I'm wondering now if women have kind of put that on the back burner because they're just trying to, I feel like we're, we've gotten to a place where it's, we're coming out of quarantine, depending on where you live. I feel like we've probably been in reaction mode. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I want to say is, you know, for me, ladies, we have to give ourselves grace and we have to understand that through this time, we probably did let things slide and maybe we weren't up to our standards that we put on ourselves. But I want to say like, okay, here we are, we're into September, moving into the last quarter of the year. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you can share with the ladies looking back and saying, okay, we understand where we are, where you may be now, what shifts can we make to really finish this year out on a place of growth and maybe like really feeling better than we were when we got started? Yeah. So I think the first thing is this transition period is really awkward because it feels like the summer that, or the spring break that never end that somehow transformed into summer. Right. And now our kids are going back to school and it's like, Whoa, like we, it used to be this rhythmic um, kind of schedule that we can transition into. We knew what was coming. And so for a lot of us um, we've been struggling on the thought of the unknown and, um, you know, that doesn't really sit well with a lot of us. We like to predict things and we like to have control over um, and be able to expect certain things to happen when they're supposed to happen and be prepared and feel prepared. And so I think for a lot of us, that's really hard that, um, you know, we've kind of been in this weird um, season and then now it's like, okay, go, 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 hop back into taking your kids here, taking your kids there, but oh, don't forget, now there's all these new rules. Um, and so I think that the best thing, honestly, is to recognize that it's not like any other season. This is not the typical school year. This is not, you know, the, nothing is the same and that's okay. So I think sometimes where we get caught up is that, oh, we just got to hop back into things and I have to ignore my feelings. So I'm going to, which I think is a huge reason why at the end of the night, we, you know, sit down, drink a glass of wine, which turns into two, which turns into three, because we're not letting ourselves um, feel all the feels. Like we're not letting ourselves digest what's going on. We're not, and we, and we feel like it's a weakness or we feel like it's silly, but grieving what has been is like actually a really healthy, really normal thing to do that I feel like we need to allow and give ourselves permission to do. So whether that be like, Hey, school starting this week. Um, all the things are also starting. We're going to take a week off. Like we're, you know, I'm going to email the coaches and just say, Hey, we're out of practice this week. Um, I need to slowly get into this routine. I think that that's okay. I think that, allowing ourselves time to digest and grieve like our typical school year. You know, a lot of us like to do certain things like the traditional back to school shopping trip. And then we, you know, do all these things and it helps us mentally prepare and celebrate these new seasons. And since it's different, I think allowing yourself to one grieve, you know, and to, but then also to, um, give yourself time to, uh, like, embrace this new season that can is I don't know like there's something about challenging seasons that always bring forth like 
new growth. Mm -hmm. And so let's grieve the traditional, you know, like our normal routine, but let's also look at this as like, you know what? Our family is going to be better because of this. We're going to come together better because of this. Um, And we're going to embrace the suck together, which is what I tell my kids. Like, you know, it's going to suck, but we're going to do it together. And because we're doing it together, we're going to be okay. Um, And I think just having these conversations with your kiddos too, like, hey, I know that all the things are starting, but we're just going to do one thing at a time. Like my kids are not in any sports right now. It feels extremely weird because, you know, my natural instinct is to hop into all the things and do all the things. But I know if I do that, I'm going to be, I'm going to go from this weird feeling of like not doing anything and having this at home stress and all that stuff. Like I haven't fully been able to shed that, you know, like all the anxiety of homeschooling, you know, doing virtual schooling and doing all the things here, chasing a kiddo, trying to manage this, that, and the other. And now it's like a whole new situation. I need time. Like I need Mm -hmm. a moment. I need to take a breath. I need to digest the fact that, Hey, we're switching modes. And I, and like you said, I need to get out of that reactive mode because I was like fight or flight, like all the time. And now I need to be able for my mind to actually understand and grip that, Hey, we're okay. Things are getting back to normal. Um, and I need, yeah, like just that transition to give yourself time. I don't know if that's the best advice. I hate, I feel like for women like me, it's hard because I don't like to sit still. I don't like to, um, I like to think that I can do all the things and I keep taking things on more than I should. And I like to just hop in and go, go, go. But I've come to realize that doing that is uh, toxic for my body, for my brain, for my family, because then it's like, it's like when you're, um, you know, in a hot tub and then you jump in an ice cold pool, it's like, shocking right Mm -hmm. like if you know um, I need to slowly adjust and then and then you know and then it's fine but yeah well let's go back to where you uh said that we really do need to allow ourselves to grieve Mm -hmm. and then also be able to connect that with our kids and embrace Mm -hmm. the suck because I think that's um it's all true. And that's what we know to do. But I wonder if there are listeners that just are like, well, I don't, I don't really know what that means. Like, how does that work? Cause I know we have our different things. Mm-hmm. I use tools like processing the emotion when I'm coaching. And so what would you say, you know, to a mom, like how would, what does that look like to you when mm-hmm. you say just kind of versus going to the one, what would she need to do? Yeah. So for me, like journaling was uh, a great, you know, just like, Like, you know, I really miss and how I did it specifically is because I could get down into these like deep spirals of like, you know, what if this had happened, like if this never had happened, we would have been, you know, doing this, that, and the other, like looking at more of the negative uh, side of things versus when I journal, I tend to be like, you know, now is yes, like we've, we've been at home and it's such a bummer, but but now, like now we get to do this, that, or because of this now, you know, or because of that, um, you know, different sort of things to where it's like, okay, yes, I experienced, um, you know, the lack of whatever it is, the season, the back to school shopping and bonding with my daughter. But now we get to, you know, do this instead, or now I'm going to find a way to connect with her in this way and said, and it's been beautiful because I feel like journaling is an easy and safe way, 
um, for anybody because it's there's there's no rules to it. Like there's no wrong way to journal. You don't you can write five sentences and that's cool. You can write a paragraph like whatever you need to do. Uh, also, I mean, grieving doesn't have to be like this week long process. It can be an afternoon. Give yourself mm-hmm. an afternoon to just think about it. Like, wow, the year really has changed. Wow, my kids are really grown during this time. Like, wow, like we were so caught up in all this um, stress of virtual schooling of all, you know, being separated from our loved ones. But like, man, have my kids grown? Like, wow, have they matured? Or, you know, wow, do I really know what it feels like and have a microscopic view of what it looks like for my my family to um, experience isolation, you know, without connection or, you know, what things really do matter. Like for me, it's, oh my gosh, my kids need connection. I need to, I didn't prioritize that as much. And now I saw like to the extreme amount what that looks like for them. And also what, how the school system really affects them, you know, versus me at home and what, what a value and what a blessing our school system. So I feel like there's so many good things that um, even if it's, even if it's not like tangible, it's like little things that I miss, you know, like, you, you're grateful for your kids to go to school. You're like, yeah, thank goodness they're out of the house, get out of my hair, right? But like, <laughs> I was never truly like, man, what a blessing it is for school. Like my kids' mental wellness, like their, when, their mental being, their physical being, my, my son especially, um, he got into this certain period where he just wanted to be in his room. Like he would just, I would try to get him to do something. No, I just want to lay in my room. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I'm just tired. I just want to lay in my room. And then, you know, he recently did get to go back to school and I had this fear and this like week of fear of like, oh my gosh, like they're, you know, he's going to have to wear a mask. It's going to be awful. The teachers are going to tell him to be quiet all the time. It's going to be like slapping rollers on the desk, you know, like it's going to be this awful thing. And he's been back. What? Like, this is his third week back now. He's a completely different child to where like now I'm, I'm, I'm almost like crying at the end of the day because it's like, man how like I just didn't realize how impactful something as simple as school is to my kids you know that Mm -hmm. they used to complain about and I feel like that's such a blessing that they get to see that too because they've been through it it's not just me being like hey this is good for you I promise um they've experienced it now well Um, we have to we have to take the time like you said the journaling's perfect and even if it is there there are no rules I've had so many um, people tell me, oh, I just, I can't get in the habit of it and all this stuff. And I said, it doesn't have to be this ritual where you're in this mm-hmm. chair and you have your candle and this mm-hmm. beautiful thing, like just scribble, scrabble down or something or take notes in your phone. Because what happens when you do that is you can actually, you do have a microscopic view. Mm-hmm. You can get it out of your head and then mm-hmm. reframe it. Cause all of what you just said is what you just did is mm-hmm. that when we see things, cause if we leave it in our heads, we, that whole worst case scenario, anxiety brain just loves to spin out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But once it's down, we can reframe it and go, Oh yes, this is true. This is not what I didn't get to do this. And I'm really sad, but look what we can do or how can Mm -hmm. we create new traditions? Like I'm even looking ahead and thinking, Ooh, what can we do differently this year around the holidays? I Mm -hmm. love them. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I love my family time, but then there have been seasons where I'm just like, Oh, kind of want to get creative and do something different because Mm -hmm. I like change. So maybe shift in our minds to, to that. And then the other thing I heard from was gratitude. And I feel the Mm -hmm. same way. My kids, even though mine are only hybrid, we're in South Mm -hmm. Carolina, 
So right now we're two days a week, um, but my elementary school student goes back in um, October full-time and they are like the days they're in school, mm-hmm. their whole attitude's different. Mm-hmm. They actually sleep well that night. They have, you know, in the days they're out, it's not, they're just sluggish mm-hmm. and they're moody. Yeah. So I'm so thankful for our schools. Yeah. And if you're one of those people who needs like um, a prompt for your journal, I would suggest like you starting off with like what I miss is dot, dot, dot. And then write how, whatever comes out. There's no wrong thing to say. There's no, nobody's going to look at your journal and then be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, you know, like nobody cares that you, it's, you know, and, and it's not their well being. it's yours. I always tell people that because everybody's worried about what somebody else thinks or, you know, I must be wrong because they don't feel that way. Like, you know, you feel guilty for hating or that your kids are home right now. Okay. Like those are your feelings, not theirs. Who cares? And you're working on trying to overcome that and be a better person. Meanwhile, you're looking over here worried about what they're doing, but yeah, like, but is it their life? No. So don't, you know, don't measure what you need to do based off of somebody else because ultimately it's not your, their life you're living. Mm -hmm. It's your life. And, um, you want to do the best for you and your family. So I would say, start off with like what I miss is, and then dot, 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 and then write all the things. And then after that, your next prompt would be, but what I've gained is, and then dot, 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 and write all the things. And, and just being able to, to have that perspective, I think, and like you said, on paper and get it out of your brain. A lot of the times our baggage that we carry in our brain is mentally draining and it's taking up all the space and we feel overwhelmed because it literally is taking up all the space. Like we just don't have the capacity to think about all these stressors and all these things, plus meal plan, plus pick up, drop off, plus managing all the zoom calls. Plus like, we just don't have that kind of capacity and takes it literally there's science, like literally sucks the energy out of your body and mm-hmm. it's draining. And so getting it out. Um, and even maybe talking to a friend, if you have somebody like, you're like, ah, I don't really want to write it down, talk to a friend. And you guys discuss these prompts together. What, I, you know, oh, like what we've missed is, yeah. And then don't get stuck there because you can get really down and out and like all the things that, you know, have gone wrong and all the trials that you've been through, blah, blah, blah. Remember to then go back to like together. But what, what I've gained, what we've gained is like this. And then just go back and forth with each other. Like, oh yeah. Like I remember when this happened, but then you guys did this and oh yeah. Like, you know, and so, mm, you can write so it good. down. Yeah. It's important to, <clears throat> excuse me, it is important to, to do that. I love talking with a friend, but it is, I, we used this term years ago um, at, at, a, at work. It's called get current, you know, like if there's something bugging you, you're struggling with, you know, get it out. But then also let's talk about where we are now and what mm-hmm. we can look forward to too. So I think that's great with a friendship. So mm-hmm. let's just touch on mom guilt a little bit because yeah. you kind of brought <laughs> that up a little. And yeah. I feel like that's probably really happening mm-hmm. um, because we like Ashley said, we're not wired to con- con- just take all this input and do all these things. That's not what we're made to do. Um, there is such a thing as, you know, integrating things into your life, but we also have to, we have to spread it out and not feel like everything has to be done every day. So what we tend to do as moms is we have, you know, we have the comparison game. We look at others, highlight reels and things that we think in our minds that this, Oh, they have this perfect family and these beautiful Mm -hmm. clothes and mine's in t-shirts and shorts that are stained every day, you know? So (laughs) 
what would be your, um, give them a way to, to do some shifting in the mom guilt category. Yeah. So this is why every day I've been showing up on, on the podcast, um, that I host and giving moms like some sort of mom truth affirmation, because I've realized that man, like because of social media, because of all the things, the minute we wake up, we're immediately looking at somebody else's picture, perfect photo. And we're immediately, you know, comparing ourselves. We're immediately like just in our own feelings of self doubt, negative thoughts, um, mom guilt, because maybe I woke up late and now they're not going to have the cookie cutter shaped sandwich, like whatever it is, you know, we, <laughs> we just put too much pressure on ourselves. And I think, um, it's easier to believe the lies and, um, to doubt ourselves when we're down and out. So I think for a lot of moms, because we've been overwhelmed already, like I said, we're managing all the zoom calls, we're managing, um, things in a weird season that we've never had to like manage and, and work through before. And, um, I mean, I just want women to realize that like, do you ever want to quit something when the day is good? Like when your day with your kiddos is perfect, you're not like, man, I'm done with this mom job. This sucks. Like, no, it's easy to be down and out and to hear all the lies because, you know, things are going bad. And so then you just kind of like, oh man, well, I must suck. Like if, you know, he's throwing a fit and I forgot this and they're going to school with no shower, like, oh my gosh, what a horrible mom I am. And then, you know, you just spiral from there. But what I want you guys to remember is that one day, like doesn't define you in motherhood as a whole. One bad day, you wouldn't tell your kids one bad day at school, you're a horrible student. Like, and could you imagine telling your kid that? Like, so um, if you want to, you know, tell your kiddos something, you don't just tell them like lies and then tell yourself to believe something else. I think that that's often the trap that we get into. Um, I always think of my daughter of like, when I tell her she's pretty or uh, when I tell her that she's strong or she's brave, that, hey, like, I need to be telling myself this too. When you were a kid, you weren't like, Hey, like when your parents told you something, it, I remember my mom being telling me rules or something. I'm like, yeah, but look what you're doing. Like, how come I can't have soda and you're having like your second can of soda? Mm -hmm. So the same thing for us. So when you tell your kids, you know, Hey, you're beautiful or you're strong. We have to be living it out too, because they're not what you say. Oh my gosh. They don't care. You got, you have to show them. Right. So the same thing of like, I wouldn't tell my kid that they're, a crummy student because they had a bad day at school or a crummy friend. Um, you know, so why would I judge myself on motherhood out of one bad day? Also realizing this is a season we're in a season. Like, yeah, I, I mean, we, we're going to have seasons that we can't avoid being busy or we're going to have seasons that are, I mean, it's constantly like a roller coaster. And, and I think that that's fine. If we feel like it should be this constant, like, linear journey. I don't know any mom. <laughs> I don't know. Like Michelle, tell me, have you ever had <laughs> any part of your motherhood that is just like constantly on the up? I don't, um, no. And I've really learned to, well, two things. First of all, I, this was early on, not ever mm -hmm. should we as women say, talk down to ourselves, especially out loud. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, we need to work oh, on our yeah. mindset, but then, you know, there are, we are leading by example. If I'm saying, Oh, I'm so fat or I look terrible in this outfit, then exactly. Mm -hmm. They're going to yeah. see that and model that too and judge mm -hmm. themselves. 
And I just, I really believe in forgiveness. I for, you know, oh, yeah. and we got to forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. And once we learn to do that, we are a lot more able to show that to our children and then learn to forgive others too, because mm-hmm. I mess up. And so yeah. I, my personality, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a rebel and a control freak by nature. So I'm constantly working on this. How is that possible? Both? <laughs> it's like, Oh no. So I, um, you know, I, you know, if I spout out or do something and then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not immediate by no means am I like, Oh man, let me go ahead and apologize. But mm-hmm. once I process it and realize, you know, I was just really upset. You know, I was triggered by something else or agitated. Then I go to my children and not always though, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I try my best to go and just say, Hey, I really lost my cool. That was not appropriate of me. Still what you have done, there needs to be consequences and still let them understand that there are, you know, rules of the house. Mm-hmm. But I have to do that because, you know, I've heard time after time again, when you see children yelling or reacting in a certain way, they've, because they've been modeled that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but, but that's also normal and we have to forgive ourselves and move right. on. And how much freedom are you giving your kids? I talk about this on, on my podcast all the time. Like you, we're going to make mistakes but our kids are also going to make mistakes. So why not show them what that looks like before they're out in the real world or in their own marriages or their own relationships or when, even when they're moms, which is what I like to think about is what would I want my daughter to feel when she's a mom? I don't want her to come to me and um, be, you know, crying and down about herself, comparing herself to other, other women. I want her to know that she's the best mom for her kids, that she you know, was purposely chosen for her kids and that she's going to love them the best way that they know how, and that she's going to mess up and she's going to ask forgiveness and she's going to teach her kids how to be great parents. And that's exactly what we're doing now. Like, so we just have to do and give ourselves that own grace of, Hey, it may take me a day. It may take me two days to apologize to my child for, you know, yelling or being short, but now they're seeing, Hey, mom messes up. So when they're in that situation, when they're moms and they're just, you know, run ragged and they're feeling guilty about being short with their kids, two days later, they're going to go to their child and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I messed up. And and, I mean, it's just like a beautiful freedom that trickles down because of the choice that you decided to make, you know, that's now impacting your Mm -hmm. child and then your child's child. But I mean, I think first off, like somehow we got this idea that moms have to be this perfect thing. But first and foremost, like you're a human and we have like first, like just being a normal human, like we're going to mess up by nature. We don't know what we're doing, but then you add into like childhood experiences and things that, you know, our parents taught us in the wrong ways and whatnot. Like then we have obstacles. We also have to give up, get over that weren't necessarily our fault. Mm -hmm. We also have things that were of choice that we have to get over that were our fault. So like we, I mean, and that's okay. We just have to work through that and give ourselves grace to recorrect. Like our kids are going to feel the same thing. And I feel like you just have to think about, Hey, I'm exampling to my child how to navigate life. Yep. And it is just a journey. You know, there are times when we're, you know, it's just the, like the hills and valleys, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. things are rocking and rolling and we're on the, we're on the mountaintop and, Mm -hmm. you know, the house is functioning and we're making good choices. And then there's times where we're really just struggling and it's okay. 
and it's also just exactly the way it's meant to be. Like just where we are is okay. And, you know, just walking down that road of, mm-hmm. of growth. And I will say too, I'm so thankful that we have what we have at our at access. Now we've got podcasts and we have books and we have, you know, we're talking more about this, you know, moms are out here, you know, Ashley and I, that's what we do. We speak to all different women and, you know, we have books and things like that. And I just, I'm so thankful that I have gone through the hard stuff and gone through the struggle in my journey so that I can start teaching my kids even more because my mom didn't really have access to this stuff and her mom's mom. Then I feel like that we have, it's, and it's just, just Google in itself, you know, like we're at a place now where anything we need to know or we want to learn is, is available to us. Mm -hmm. And what happens though, is that with that, we can also feel like we have to know it all and be perfect, but that's not the case. As long as we're really just, you know, honoring ourselves and doing it, you know, one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the biggest thing for me, I feel like that I've been able to do is uh, what I call like a transition trigger at the end of the night. So for everybody, it looks different for my husband. um, It is a glass of wine for him, but he doesn't have a problem with that. And that, you know, doesn't affect him the same way. I don't like what I don't like how it feels. I don't want to rely on that. And so I have, found that if I find something that I really enjoy and it doesn't have to be because I'm a mom, like I said, like all you guys listening, we don't have 30 minutes. Like it can't be this ritual of like, Oh, I take a luxurious bubble bath. And then I do like, you know, all these things I do a face mask and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, If you have time for that, that's awesome. And if you can fit that in great, but what you just come up with is like at the end of the day, it's kind of like a brain dump of either I journal, I write, um, I talk to my husband about it or some sort of way to where I can dump brain dump and then do a transition trigger to where it's like, okay, this is the end of the day. You can let go of everything that happened today and now be in the mode of like me, myself, Ashley, and, and then also wife, if that allows, like if my husband is with me and we're relaxing together. So I make hot tea every night and, um, you know, I sit in bed. It's like the same thing over and over every night I do like, you know, have a, peanut butter cup, whatever, like, you know, so I have certain things that triggers my mind because sometimes we need something. We can't just tell ourselves, Oh, it's time for bed because I think flipping off that switch of mom is really hard. And so I have that trigger of like, okay, I'm drinking my tea. This must mean that now the day is over. I can relax. I can take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. I can now think about things that, you know, happened, things that I want to do tomorrow, things that I want to let go of that happened today. Um, and it's, that's the times when I remember, I'm like, oh man, I forgot to tell my kids sorry. Like I, and then I'll write myself a little post-it note, you know, tell, tell Brinley sorry or, you know, whatever, whatever, leave a note, put a note in somebody's lunchbox, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I think allowing yourself that time to transition, because I feel like just like we were talking about transitioning seasons is hard. I think we just need some sort of little reminders that, hey, like, you can take a, you can take a deep breath right now. Like you, you can take a breath, you can calm down. Um, and I think that that is the time that we typically would gravitate towards wine. Cause we feel like we need something to de-stress. So I know that I have friends that like, um, the reason that they go for some sort of drink or whatnot is because of the fruity taste. It doesn't necessarily need the alcohol. They just like the fruity taste and then it makes them feel relaxed and special. And like, you know, and so they'll 
make mocktails that have like, you know, things like that. And it's just finding what you like that helps you decompress. That is a physical reminder that the day is over. I can now think about myself. I can now take care of myself. I can brain dump. I can, you know, and everybody's asleep. My kids wake up all the time during this time. So, I mean, let's talk about real life. Like sometimes it's going to, and then we just put them back to bed. I reheat my tea and I start over. Yeah. No. So yeah. Well, that's awesome. I think we're going to, we'll end on that. Cause I think that's a good kind of finish in your day. The only thing I would add to that is, um, that is a great time to, to add in that moment gratitude mm-hmm. as we look back on the day. Mm-hmm. I do like to start my day with gratitude too, just because it really shifts my mind. And then, yeah. um, but also just looking back and there might be little things that happened throughout your day that you mm-hmm. weren't expecting or, or that you did overcome mm-hmm. and um, just kind of taking that time. And we're all in different seasons with our kids. You know, I'm actually, you're, you know, yours are waking up and you're reheating your tea. I'm actually going, y'all come tuck me in. I'm going to bed because they're staying up late. <laughs> so I'm more like, Hey, please be quiet. I'm going to bed. I have my little white noise maker, but you know, they get in there giggling and stuff. And I'm like, I understand that. Cause it's still there again. It feels summer ish, you know, because mm-hmm they're staying up later because if they don't have to get up and go to school, then they are doing that. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you so much. I loved all your, um, kind of your guidance and your energy around it and, um, your experience. Mm-hmm. So where can we find you on, um, for your podcast and where you hang out? Yeah. So my podcast is on every, every platform for podcasting. You can search it at, at so she grows podcast and then everything everywhere else you can find me. If you type in the Ash Carol, uh, C A R R O L L on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, and yeah, I just love to help moms. So I'd love to connect and I hope that all the moms listening and all the women listening, uh, you guys just allow yourselves to have grace, to mess up, to, uh, know that you're human and to treat yourself the same as you would your kiddos um, and give yourself that grace and courtesy of being ability to mess up and try again tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. thanks. Thanks Michelle for having me on. I really, really had fun. I love it. Thank you too. Talk to you soon. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.